If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. You talked about this on the last show, so you made me go and listen. And not once, but I did this several times. I listened to Murder Maze, and then I listened to Killer Cam. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't, you know, you'll probably be more familiar with this than me. I never really heard Mace like that before. It was refreshing. Yeah, it was it was refreshing. Cam blew it by sounding like he filmed that shit underwater. I yeah, mean, he said, it he underwater. said that. He said YouTube gave me seventy thousand to to rush it. I mean, to put it out. And he said I was I'm on tour. I couldn't have time to mix it. So he said he's he's in town now. He's gonna mix it and put it back out. But he said he had other stories to tell. Okay, now, I do have one major problem with this. And this is a knock on all battle rap. No, not battle rap. Total different thing. I got to, please forgive me. Diss rap. Every diss song in the first 32 bars, and I think you can almost go back in the history of diss rap, at some point in time, an artist will say, you're snitching about something. Right? Then they spend the next four minutes doing nothing but snitching about (laughs) shit. I don't understand how that concept... How is that concept uh, uh, allowable? (laughs) I mean, maybe starts off his song, and like I said, within the first 16 to 32 bars, he accuses Cam of snitching on something. And then he just tells story and story and story about Cam. (laughs) Now, I'm going to say now, that was fucked. I mean, they went at each other's throat. What was the deal? Did they dislike each other for a while? Um, so everyone knows there's no secret that um, Mace got Cameron on his first deal. I think Cam was signed to Biggie and Un Rivera, which they had a label called Un Entertainment. The story goes, in the beginning, Mace, didn't, Mace was featured on Cameron's album, I think, twice. But he didn't do the video because he wanted Cameron to pay him. When Cameron was like, we boys, why the hell would you want me to pay you to show up in the video? So they had a falling out back then. Then supposedly they got friends, became friends again, and then they just haven't spoken in, what, 15 years? Yeah. See, now, from from what I heard, because I really didn't, I didn't do the research to go back through the other battles, people say that Cam is usually a killer when it comes to dis- dissing, that he yeah, don't I mean, really take he's been in battles, often. He's been in battles with 50 Cent and G-Unit. Um, Nas, I think, he, he he him and Nas might have went at each other for a quick, hot second. And J- him and Jay-Z just don't get along. You can't even play dipset music in Jay-Z's 4040 Club. 
That's how bad mm. their situation is. But, but he said he said technically he was on the radio the other day. He said technically he never dismissed. He said what I've been telling is stories from my childhood. It has nothing to do with he said Mace is part of my my childhood from 10 to 20 or so or years. If I tell a story during that time, of course you're going to be mentioned. If you don't like the story, don't take it as dissing. I'm just telling the story. Yeah, well, he took it as disrespect and he was a punk because he had to be saved from some cribs chick at some cribs house. Yeah. But you know what? Like I said, I thought it was quite refreshing to hear the unpuffied mace. I never heard that unpuffed mace. Uh, I don't know. So when 50 Cent was big, it was a quick second when Mace came back from church and all of a sudden he was turning back in the murder Mace. Okay, well, Murder Mace is interesting. Mace, 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 Mace and Betha, you could, you could keep that shit. I ain't with it at all. <laughs> you know, shiny suits and, and you know what? Uh, there's a lot to work with with Mace, especially with the Creflo Dollar Church thing. Yeah. Now, the dildo line from Cam was quite bizarre. He has to go deeper into that. I mean, <laughs> you can't just leave that shit on the table and walk away. But he explained it on the radio yesterday, I think he did. He, he was you like, know what? Fuck, he was living that fuck explaining it on the radio, man. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's going to listen to the diss record. The you got record, to yeah. explain that on the record. Like, okay, did he have to... Somebody's lying. Either, either Cam has a sister or Cam doesn't have a sister. Oh, yeah, Cam is on record saying he doesn't have a sister. I'm from Harlem. I really don't know. I got to ask one of the OGs in Harlem. Yeah, he says, I don't have a sister. And, I mean, because that's a hell of a line to say. We all, we, he made it seem like we all, this thing is like common knowledge. You go to a pizza shop and people be like, oh, you know Cam used to fuck his sister. Yeah. I mean, that, that is some line, man. I mean, man. So that was interesting. Now, I'm going to tell you what I'm seriously disappointed in. I listened to this uh, fabulous Jada Kiss, oh, uh, Freddie versus Jason. Yeah. And it was basically 28 to 29 tracks of shit to me <laughs> with one good track, which was their BET Cypher, which is not brand new. No, I'm still in the middle of listening to that album and Uncle Murder album. Well, see, I, I, Uncle Murder, I really, I'm not, I didn't even know he had anything out there. I'm not, I'm, he's not big on my radar, but I was definitely, and and I'm more disappointed, not in Jada, because Jada's Jada, and I'm, I catch hell for this all the time. I'm not a fan of Jada Kiss. I wasn't a big fan of the locks. My thing is, I don't like Jada's flow. Jada reminds me of those dudes that I knew who used to come home from prison that lived on the block and all of a sudden couldn't speak regular English. They always had to sound like they were like the thuggiest thug of all times, and I don't like that shit. It don't fly with me. I mean, but, you, I, it kind of made me feel good. I'm like, all right, you got Mason Cameron going at it. You got Fabulous and J.D. Kids dropped the album. You got Uncle Murder dropping the album. I feel like the 90s all over again, man. 
Well, no, I, I, trust me, Ned, I was geeked out about it. I, I invested time and energy. Like I said, I listened to Mason Cameron, both of their songs, multiple times <laughs> so that I wasn't just taking first view. The Fabulous Jada, I went through that at least two times. And like I said, the BT Cypher is awesome. But when you, at the end of anything, say you killed it, it's not good. It was one story. One I can't remember the name of the song, so let me. Not, I'll mention it on the next show because I can't remember the name of it. I think it was them and an R&B singer. Oh, Tiana Taylor, because they were talking like real life stuff. I can't remember the name of it. I just know it was featuring Tiana Taylor. Now, Fab, like I said, Jada's Jada. He's still that dude. You know, they bring my shit in on the scales that they got to weigh the whales on kind of guy. <laughs> Fabulous still sounds immature. Matter of fact, his name should be immature and not Fabulous. Like, he hasn't grown up since his first record. He's not any deeper. His flow is no better. He's, like, stuck on stupid to me. Oh, you saying he didn't progress? At all. I mean, zero progression. And now he looks... Like an old child. Well, you know, some people, I mean, Fab doesn't have many albums out besides, like, mixtapes. Some people get stuck in their box. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What you calling him? I have to say, he was stuck in a box for 15 years, too, into this last album. That's why people made such a big deal of Jay-Z's 444. Oh, 444, yeah, yeah. Because if you really look back at everything from the time Jay-Z appeared, and to 444, he at least, other than um, the throne, every record dealt with him dealing drugs and being on the corner. No matter how rich he got, he still always was a dude on the corner selling crack. Every song, every other song. But Fab, Fab's not in a position to have the leeway that Jay has. Jay is considered one of the world's greatest. He's damn near billionaire. Married to damn near billionaire, Fabulous should have developed at, I mean, some way, somehow. So no, he does. some people like I know there's other artists. I remember one time Fabulous and Lloyd Banks was going to put an album out together, and someone said that would be the no promotion album ever because both of them they don't do interviews, they do no press tours. So it's like it's like eventually you have to learn how to play the game. And until you play the game, you maybe just paint it in that one box. You're not going to go anywhere yeah, without any press. Actually, Fab and, and, and uh, Jada were on ESPN yesterday, uh, first take with Stephen A. and Max. Okay. And, uh, well, he, he had them on there, but he had them talking sports. And and as far as I know, that these two are running around because Jada knows how to play the game. They are doing stuff because they they were somewhere talking about Jim Jones, Mace, and, and uh, Cameron. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because Cameron and Fabulous is on tour right now together. Oh, okay. So I guess Jada Kiss has got to be on that tour, too, I guess. Man, I remember our last show, I brought up this robot doing a backflip. Yeah. 